Welcome to the Diner Podcast, where we eat our lunch for breakfast. Well, hello there. Welcome to the Diner Podcast. I am your host, Red Velvet, and with me as always is Uncle Lump. Hello. How we doing today? I'm good. How about yourself? Oh, living the dream, baby. Living the dream. Hoping my bat phone don't go off. Me too, because then we're going to have to stop this. Yeah, I know. I uh, just... I, I like got PTSD. So it's like sitting in front of me now, and uh, I just watch it. So I did that for like a month after I quit mine. I still couldn't get away from my phone. Like you just get that habit of checking it because you're scared you're going to miss something. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, especially the dang thing. It's gone off so much this week. I'm just like waiting, oh. waiting, chilling. Are you on call all weekend? Yep. Oh, that sucks. Eh, that's okay. It pays the bills. Yeah, fair enough. So it's fun. Just when I want to do my own stuff, it's <laughs> not the fun. Yeah. But I, we got our new video set up. We're both on camera. We're going to wave at the Hello. camera. So hopefully my phone holds up. We're still working on the streaming thing or video thing with webcams, computers. I, I don't know either one of it. Mm, we're getting there. So yeah, after the after the pod, we're going to tinker around some stuff. But uh it Huh? I was just getting ready to ask you if you've trained any for your big contest. Um, we're going to start tonight. Oh, yes, we're. Uh, what are we starting with? We're going to get a seven forty-seven. Oh, we're going to we're going to go. go right go right into Mauricio's. right for the jugular. Um, to everybody listening in podcast land that is not on our social medias, step one: go to our social medias, like, follow, subscribe, all that cool stuff. The other night, I was BSing with my wife. Talking about how I'd like to, you know, do a, do food challenges and stuff like that. So, we're going to go, I, I talked about this in the diner, other pods, maybe not even while we're recording, but I've talked about it. But my wife goes, I could beat you in a pizza eating contest. I go, what? Are you serious? Like, uh, you've seen me eat. She goes, I would totally dominate you <laughs> in the pizza contest. I go, all right, done deal. So, we set a date. July 8th, Saturday, July 8th, the pizza fight night, pizza, I sucked, sorry for the 10 seconds of dead air because I'm retarded. No, I think it was right, it was the pizza fight night, wasn't it? Pizza that fight we... night, yes, pizza fight night, we are purchasing two 747s from Maurizio's in Brazil. Did you decide what toppings you were doing, or we're are you doing just going? one topping, we're just going to do pepperoni since, Make you know, it easy. she's bland, so we're going to do that. <laughs> Um, May the shit talking begin. Yes, we're going to stream it online on the Facebook, on the diner page. If we can get our webcams and stuff figured out, we might stream on TikTok Live. We don't hold us to it because we're dumb. So, yes, that was out of the blue, completely out of the blue, and I was shocked when she said that. I just, I'm really surprised she thought she could take you down in the eating contest, especially as much like, I mean, I've watched you eat just a couple times recently and i mean you put some food away in a very fast amount of time yes i that is a gift from god <laughs> so and when i put it away i poop it away pretty fast because just i just took two poops within the last hour and had to take a shower mm. so it was awesome yeah but yeah good afternoon I figure i didn't know if you wanted to hang out and we could get 747 munch absolutely and then i gotta get big guy little caesars but i think we're kidless tonight <gasps> not 100 percent sure so lucky i know i'll have to check with her but i think we can definitely make that happen all right cool um hope that doesn't affect us too much okay i'm excited for the shit talking in between dude i'm very very excited for what we have uh we can kind of preview it a little bit without giving it away but 
we've got a couple very, very good, uh, I don't know, promotional materials to send out to make this even more fun. Yes, we're going to cut some promos. And like I said, be sure to like our Facebook page, The Diner, to watch this bad boy. So we've already had a lot of poop talking already and on the Facebook machine. And a lot of people are Team Jasmine. There's a few people that are Team Velvet, but the people that are Team Jasmine, I'm terribly sorry. You're going to be wrong. People are wrong. A lot of people are wrong. I mean, I have watched you. You just told me a story about putting away 10 tacos in the course of what, like 10 minutes? Yeah, something about that. I mean, you were averaging a crunchy taco a minute. I mean, granted, they weren't like, I mean, I can imagine they were pretty stuffed. Did you even just meat and cheese? It was just meat and shell, bro. They were jail tacos. Still, I mean, 10 tacos, and you were at my house in, what, 10, 15 minutes after you sent that text that you were getting ready to eat? Yeah. Because you showed up way quicker than I was anticipating. Yeah, dude. Eating is life. Like, yeah, I'm amazed that she watches you eat on a daily basis and thought that it was going to be a close matchup. I'm, I'm excited. Maybe she'll, like, really prove us wrong. If not, I mean, gives us a lot more fun stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. Well, just, I mean, it's about two weeks away. It's two weeks from tomorrow. We're recording on a Friday, just so you know, two weeks from tomorrow. Um, so, they just, it gives us plenty of time to talk trash and get the hype built up. I feel like the hype's built up so good right now, I'm starting to get nervous, dude. Like, everything's got to be on point. After she sees the first couple that you put up, though, she's going to need to step her game up, I think. She's going to be terrified. She's going to cower with fear. She um, will. Yeah, they... Food challenges, man. Don't test me. <laughs> you will lose. I will put my body through all sorts of hell to win. Did you ever do the Eddie's challenge? I did. When I was a young lad, I wasn't even... I think I was like 16. Did you do it? No. Oh, I was little. I was about 180 Oh, pounds. yeah. I remember before seeing I that. ate myself in college. Yeah, you were tiny. I was tiny. But I gave it, I mean, 17 and a quarter, I think, was the final. See, and that's with no training, you being very tiny. I just walked I mean, in and did it. Well, walked in and participated. Um, hmm. it, like I said, but now I'm a seasoned vet. I mean, yeah. Well, no, I really don't think there's any chance. I mean, I, I kind of feel bad saying that, but I, I would be very, very surprised I've got about 15 years of mass quantity eating under my belt. How much of the, the Maurizio 747 do you think you can, you're going to be able to take down in an hour or less than an hour, I guess? The whole thing. How much do you think she'll get? Not that. <laughs> maybe Very specific. Maybe half. Really? Just If I get it done before her just to rub it in, pour salt in that wound, I'm going to start eating hers. <laughs> just finish it off like ah you're not gonna i'm do gonna it. look her dead in the eyes just because <laughs> <laughs> all the trash she's been talking oh man what all has she been saying i'm i'm really surprised just that like, she is gonna, very confident yeah we even put a wager on this i haven't told you guys oh that. no we what is it wager on this i've already talked to the city police so nobody's <laughs> going to jail as long as we play by the rules can you tell us your wager yeah, absolutely the loser will stand on the intersection of Main Street and National Avenue, dead center of town, with a poster. Whatever the winner says, appropriate, of course. Yep. So when she loses, she's gonna stand on the inner on the corner. I put her on the corner. <laughs> I'll put her out on the corner. And she's gonna hold a sign that says, "I love red velvet." Oh, that is awesome. 
that's that's going to be so satisfying because then you can just set up for people to drive through and yes make it a parade and i was when i was talking like to backwards parade, when i was but, talking to the police they said they may ask you to move and that's fine yeah. if they come and tell us to move we're just going to go home because she'll be so embarrassed by a cop coming up and yeah. talking to her um which would be, then you can just film the whole thing and then you have it forever yeah i I don't know if I should film. I've seen a lot of TikTok videos where you start filming the police, and they don't like that. Uh, well, I mean, if you're not, you're being silly, though. You're not like true. committing not crime. Like... That's usually when they get pissed off is when you're committing crime and filming them. Then it doesn't usually go well because I mean, they're screaming at them. Why? Of course, you commit a crime. Yeah. Like, Dumbass. I don't know why they'd be mad. <laughs> like, I didn't steal that rope. I okay. love the ones that get arrested on, like, live PD, and they're oh, just anxiously freaking out trying to get their phone. And it's like, dude, you're getting arrested. That should be the least of your worries right now. Mm-hmm. But they're like, let me have my phone real quick. Yeah, just, no, you're going to jail, man. They're not going to give it to you. I've, I've gone down the rabbit hole of police videos and... The other police stuff. Repossession. That's what I'm thinking about. Repossession. Oh, yeah. When they come repossess your vehicles. Those people go ape shit. They go bananas. And I've seen there's one guy's name is like Bounty Hunter D. <laughs> Big dude. Is dog still around? I think he died. Uh-uh. Or she died. Oh, somebody in the Bounty Hunter, dog Bounty uh-uh. Hunter died. But Bounty Hunter D is like, I think he's in New York. His videos are hilarious. Because people try to body him up, and he's like a black belt or something oh. in jiu-jitsu, so he throws them, throttles them. You don't see it on the internets or on the TikToks, because they'll take it down. We could start a podcast repo business. How would we do that? I don't know. I mean, I think we could handle it. I don't really want to go show up and try to steal people's stuff. <laughs> I guess you're not stealing, you're repossessing it. You're taking yeah. it legally. You're legally stealing. But then you got to deal with angry people, and I don't like angry people. That's just life. You deal with angry people. They're everywhere. But I'm a happy person. Me too, but 90% of the world is not. That would be a good job for my wife. <laughs> she just knock them out. Throw yeah. a haymaker and yeah, down they go. That's why we're filming this pizza eating contest because when I win, she can't hit me because it'll be on, it'll be on live stream. <laughs> oh, and she can hit you. Thousands of people. Like, we're reaching thousands or ten. I don't know. <laughs> They will see. Tens of ones. They will see what she does to me behind closed doors. <laughs> oh. I love you, honey. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was... I don't think that's going to handle that. I'm so, pretty yeah. sure you're going to get punched before the pizza eating contest. That's if she listens. She's kind mm. of not listening because it gets mundane, and she's like, you guys are dumb. So. Yeah. I assume that's how my wife is, too. She listens to me talk all the time, so she's like, I don't want to also listen to you in my ears, I'm assuming. Your wife did share the fight night poster. So. Oh, she did? Yeah. Well, good. We had nine shares on Facebook. Oh, wow. That's eight more than I thought yeah. we would because I shared it myself. That's how most of this goes. I just assume it'll be like one or nothing. <laughs> and then if it's more than one, then I'm like, all right, cool. We we did yeah. well. I mean, we overdid my expectation. One thing I'm surprised about is we've hit over 200 streams on the podcast in under two weeks. I think so, we hit over three. Wow. Not so, 100% positive, but I think you we hit over three. for that. Like, I told you, I was expecting to get maybe 10 people to, like, enjoy this. Really, I've had so much positive feedback, it's makes me all warm and fuzzy inside. So, yeah. Who would have thought? Um, oh, did you want, well, you want to hear about something random during driver's ed today? Yep. Driver's ed, I get home, I want some Taco Bell, man. You know, I got to eat my taco. Yep. So my son's like, can I drive? I'm like, yeah, you got to get some reps under you. We drive, driving to Taco Bell. We, we pull off the highway. We go up the road. And I'm like, hey, man, turn your signal on because there's a car coming out of Taco Bell waiting to, waiting to leave. I said, just be courteous. 
Turn, turn your signal on. So, Kai, Kai, there's a signal on. This other guy, the guy in the Taco Bell drive-thru, just is staring at us. I don't know why he's staring at us, but proceeds to accelerate. Didn't look the opposite direction. Just He didn't obviously pay attention in yeah. first grade when it says, look both ways. ways. So, proceeds to stare at us while he's still turning. He is in the turning motion. Eyes locked on us. And proceeds... He obviously didn't see the other car coming southbound and just... It does right generally inside. help to look in front of your car while you're driving. Yes. Most people forget that So nowadays, I'm though. like, awesome. Pull in Taco Bell, get out, and I'm like, just stay here, you big galoot. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't. There was no contact made. He was a good 10 feet away from this car. The other jagaloon, not paying attention. I walk over to him. I'm like, everybody okay? He get, He's out of the car by this time. He's looking around. He looks at his car. Doesn't say a word. The other driver gets out, and she's like, "Is everybody okay?" Real, real nice girl. Her boyfriend's with her. He was like, "Whoa," you know. So I, once again, I asked, "Everybody good? Everybody okay?" You know, just checking. Passenger, yes. Girl driver, yes. Homie that caused this <laughs> doesn't say a word. He's just looking at his car, and then kind of looks at me and looks back at his car. By this time, my gigantic child gets out of his vehicle and is just walking up, just seeing what's going on. Old bad driver looks at my son, looks at his car, looks back at my son, and I go, you don't, you don't, you don't do this, bud. I, are you okay? Why would you pick him to size up? I don't like, know. He has to be the biggest person in probably a five-mile radius of where you were at, and he picks him to size up? I guess. And then I'm like, sir, are you okay? I'm still trying to be cool. I'm like, are you okay? Proceeds to just stare at his car, look at the dri- the other driver, back at his car, then to my son. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, the three points of motion for a good two minutes. And he still hasn't spoke? Hasn't said a word. <laughs> and I'm like... Are you a mute? Like, can you say something? Are you alive? And I, I'm like, why are you staring at my child? You've had a staring problem ever since. You guys caused this damn accident. So, <laughs> finally, the the passenger, the boyfriend, he goes, so are we going to call cops? Are we going to exchange insurance? Or what, what are we doing? Mind you, two cars are sitting blocking one lane. <laughs> I got cars driving around me trying to get into Walmart. Ugh. And then I got cars coming around me trying to get out of there. It's like, not a busy place or anything. I'm just like standing that. there. So finally, I'm like, I look at the boyfriend. I'm like, hey, dude, I'm hungry. I'll be in Taco Bell if you need me. Because, you know, I got to eat. Like, so, this is no longer my problem. I am a witness to what happened. We go in and eat. I'm sitting there watching because I'm waiting for Mr. Bad Driver to come in and Taco Bell. And just cause a little scene. But I look over. They just get in their car. Both get in their cars and drive off. I wonder if he ever spoke. I don't know. Maybe sign language or something. I, I don't know. But there was not yeah, fair enough. There I wasn't guess. much damage to either car. It was mostly trading paint. Maybe, yeah, maybe a small dent. Ten miles an hour turning in, like, staring at the but I'm sitting car here, next dude, to you. I'm sitting here and he's turning and the whole time I'm like, whoa, 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 <laughs> like throwing my hands in the passenger seat and he is just uh, he kept staring at you. He was like, What the fuck is this guy doing? Try to get me in trouble. Oh yeah, we got diner belts. So every time they're called F F belts. I'm pretty impressed, though. We made it 15 minutes, and that's the first time we've had to use it, so... Well, you're the one that's got the dirty mouth. Hey, you were worse than I was in the last one. That is true. I apologize for episode (laughs) 5, 4. I don't remember the the last one. I did say a lot of F-bombs, just for extra. Yeah, sometimes you get excited, and you just... It just becomes part of your vocabulary. That is true. I try not to, but... yeah, It happens to the best of us. That That was our driver's ed experience today. 
That no. sounds like a blast. I can't imagine trying to teach a 15-year-old to drive. It's not fun. I can tell you that. It's really not fun. Um, yeah. You want to hear about the local sports, what's been happening? Yeah, sure. Okay. Local sports. Three-star recruit out of Linton High School has committed to the University of Kentucky. Oh, wow. Mr. Joey Hart is now a Wildcat. Sweet. Congratulations, Congratulations to that young man. Also, last night was the NBA draft. I don't think this guy was drafted, but former Terre Haute South Brave and Vincennes University, whatever they are, then if Wichita State Shocker signed to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh. He signed a two-way deal, which I had to Google that because I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I didn't know what that is either. He will bounce between NBA and the G League, so mm-hmm. he'll be a Cav and a Cleveland Charge. Oh, yeah. well, sweet. Congratulations. Congratulations. Also, big thing coming up this weekend. The Wabash Valley Football Coaches Association All-Star Game. Oh. 90 local high schools picking their best players and playing a football game. Oh, that sounds fun. Where's that at? Rose Holman. Oh, really? They're also doing, in the morning, tomorrow morning, they're doing the 7-on-7 Lineman Challenge. Same schools. So, we get to go watch King Kai do his thing with the Strongman competition. I don't know. What time is that? Nine. Ooh, I might go to that. That'd be fun. That'd be good because I, I don't know if I'll be there. I hope to be, but if the bat phone rings, I got to go. Well, hopefully it doesn't. But we can hang out and watch him. Dude, it was impressive watching him last year because there's a relay you have to do. One was two 100-pound dumbbells. He was on the JV side. He wasn't strong or he wasn't on the varsity. Yeah. You had to pick up these two 100-pound dumbbells and run about oh wow 20 yards, maybe, maybe 15. I don't know. You had to run a distance. That son of a gun just picked them things up. Does it like it's nothing. Does it like it's nothing. One, and then, because the JV team was pretty, they were pretty strong. There was one one of the other schools, poor boy, God love him, he he couldn't pick them up. And Kai picks them up like it's nothing yeah. and walks past him like, ah, oh, you little bitch. So, well, there wasn't even time. Like, <laughs> I was already done smoking a cigar by the time this other kid. Well, he looks like he should be smoking a well, cigar. Yeah. He looks like a grown-ass man. Yeah. He doesn't smoke cigars, just so we're <laughs> um, But this poor boy, he, had to, he couldn't pick them up, so he had to pick up one, carry it, drop it, pick it up, carry it, and uh, run back and get the other one and repeat the process. That's embarrassing. It, it is. You would but, think that they'd have like the w- awareness not to stick him in that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there was nobody else. You know what you're doing. Like nobody else you could have picked. I mean, but that's your strongest kid. Then well, the JV side, so it's probably like the eighth. Yeah, still, but I mean, I don't know. I can't remember what school it was, but I mean, Kai eight. is a freak of nature, though. So he I mean, is. And that JV team, that JV team was like just a couple steps behind our varsity squad. So it was pretty cool. But then, dude, the sweet relay was 100-pound dumbbell run one way. You had to push the sled back another way. And then you had to do something else and something else. It was pretty cool. I could post the videos onto the Oh, yeah. The oh, I remember those. Yeah. Now that you say that, you sent those to yeah. us last year. Because, yeah, he does. He looks like a grown man just with ease, picking everything up, running it across like it weighs absolutely nothing. Yes. It's pretty incredible for his age to just be that. I mean, just looking at him last night on the field, he looks... So much bigger than everybody else. I know. He's a monster. You He's got to make you mean. Do you hear that, colleges? We have a monster. Monster. An unknown monster. <laughs> so get those scholarships. You just got to start pissing him off all the time. Yeah, kick him in the balls. That He turns into the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
pretty sure that's child abuse. I'm not sure you can just I kick didn't kid say in the nuts. And to- <laughs> you send one of the other kids to go do that. Kick him in the nuts. See, I was picturing you like getting him out of the truck and just kicking him in the balls. No. Like, All right, get out there. No. But <laughs> like it was games. One, one dude, one time when he was in fourth grade, I saw it. He got kicked in the balls during a game, like during a play, and he was so mad. He was crying, and I go, "What are you going to do about it?" <laughs> like, mind you, I'm on the field. I'm like, "What are you going to do?" That kid just kicks. He disrespected. Yep. He's like, <laughs> you know, first play, the lineman that kicked him in the balls, he blew through his butt. That yep. kid's gone. He got hurt. He took him out. It's cool when they start realizing they can flip that switch, and yeah. then they realize like they feel that difference in their body, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, I can do this." Yeah. Very next play, sack. Oh man, fourth down, tackle on the backfield, and then just hasn't stopped since. Well, he needs another kick in the nuts so we can <laughs> ramp it back up. That's that's what I'm getting at. So it's kind of worn off. So coach, have one of your other kids. Little, little, Kicking the, the nuts. motivation. Yes. Locker room, kicking the nuts right before you go out, and you're just ready to kill people. You just need to teach him to have the water boy mentality and just picture that kid that kicked him in the nuts when he was little and just use that forever. Yeah, that's true. Then he doesn't have to go through the trauma of being kicked in the balls every time. Why don't we just flick him in the nuts? Well, not as- oh, God. That's still, sometimes that's worse. I don't know, man. If you catch it just right, sometimes that's worse. Yeah, that's true. Than that full-fledged smack. You get that little boom. It's like, oh. That is true. Um, I'm checking the mailbag right now. Um, we figured out, we finally had time to sit down and go over SL Crusher's. Many of emails. Many of emails. So from now on, SL Crusher, send one question at a time. But I've got the five underrated wrestlers just for you, SL Crusher. I only have three. Yeah, I can a, add a couple more. No, you're good. My right now, my list comprises of Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. Okay, which I've been listening to his podcast. It's pretty, I didn't know he had one. Yeah, everybody has got a pod. <laughs> it's pretty good. He never, he never won the belt officially. Yeah, he bought it, but they didn't count that. So he created his own, which I like. Really cool. I like it the best. But they said, he's like, I don't need the kind title. of a bitch move, though, to create your own belt because you couldn't win the real one. But he had all that money. <laughs> he had all that money. He could just buy his own. Yeah, true. I guess that's a great heel. Just exactly. teaching everyone to just keep your entitled ass attitude and buy your own. Exactly. And it's more memorable. You don't have to win it. No, but I, <laughs> I mean, I feel like had he not gone to the WWF, he was going to be the next NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Oh, really? See, yeah. I don't remember much of the, like, well, that was 1986. Yeah, so, and I guess I haven't ever went back and watched. You know, the historian like yeah. that. Well, yeah, you spent, like I said before, you've spent months creating your own encyclopedia. Do you yeah. still have that? No. Wow. That was on my IBM uh, laptop. Oh, the, the school one? The school one. When I was not in class, I was looking up wrestlers. You were enrolled. You did more research on that than you probably ever did for anything with ISU. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So, so, Ted DiBiase, Mr. Okay, Perfect sorry. was the next one. Now oh, that's a good one. Now he was a heck of a technician. He did win the AWA World Title, but when it came to the big WWF one, nope. Because it's a lot of people that you just forget about. Like, yeah. they're the guys that should have been awesome. You should mem- remember them as these, you know, great champions, but they just never got there. And it's like that, like you saying his name. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, and then uh, Ravishing Rick Rude. Oh yeah, another one. Never- yeah, I always thought he looked exactly like. Scott Hall. A little bit. That always threw me off. Like, you see those old clips, and he has, like, a super 
like familiar look to him he kind of has the same whatever style it looked like i don't know did you ever see when he was feuding with somebody his tights matched who he was feuding with oh really probably the most controversial one was when he was feuding with jake the snake he had his wife's face on his tights and her mouth was right on the cross oh, that's hilarious but now he didn't win he didn't win in wwf but when he went to wcw he won their alternate world title because i don't know if you remember when rick flair left wcw he took the big gold belt with him oh and they no, had I don't to create they had to create a new wcw title because technically the big one was nwa he took it to wwf and was parading it around tv so when he came back, he had this belt, and they didn't know what to call it. So they called it the WCW International Heavyweight Title, which is like the alternate world title. Yeah. Flair, Sting, and Rick Rude all held that at one time, and, it, and then they merged them together. But huh. that, I, he might have won in Japan one time, but I'm not sure. I like how history repeats itself. That's basically what they're doing right now with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Yeah. Roman's got the title held hostage, so they created a alternate title to mm-hmm. try to get somebody to fight for it each week well now they got roman reigns they gave him a third belt and they were like here we'll give you this under- here's here's another one. one so you quit tearing these other two He's like no nah, i'm gonna carry all three nah, i got all of them so, my other one is dr katie's favorite wrestler shelton benjamin oh he came in i found out he wrestled at the university of minnesota with brock lesnar they were roommates in college when they were in developmental they were the minnesota stretching crew but he was just, he had all the skills all the tools, just I don't know why they never put it on. Never. He was a tag team rest, tag team champion, and then the secondary champions, but none of that. My last and final one, William Regal. Probably the best technician I've ever seen. I've never seen him have a bad match except for one, and that was against Goldberg, and that's because I love Goldberg, but he can't wrestle for crap. <laughs> but he was a company man, and he came over to WWE, won every other title except the big one. He was the guy that just had the look. He had that look, so they jettisoned him to the top, and he really couldn't do anything, or it didn't sound like it. seems like all the stories you hear is him hurting people rather than it being, like, a great experience. Who, Regal? No, Goldberg. Oh, Goldberg. Oh, No, Regal's on my list, too. Oh, yeah. No, Goldberg, uh, well, they they he came in so popular, they didn't have time to train him good enough, and then he just... They just shot Took him to the moon. Well, yeah, he had that badass entrance from the back where he had the security around him, stuck his head in the sparklers yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, so those are mine. I mean, Regal, I, Regal was the, like almost a perfect heel. He was, he could be a pompous ass. He could be, he's a good talker, hell of a technician. Yeah. Those are mine. I didn't know if you had any. Yep. I'll uh, start with Regal. And mine was kind of for different reasons because obviously, like I said, I, I don't have like the historian approach i more was looking at it because and now you hear all the stories about regal going back and forth being the producer or whatever he seems like he is like the most highly sought after backstage kind of guy because of his brain and that's kind of what i went with on all of mine was the guys that same thing that you don't really remember they didn't really have that huge title run but now you hear all the stories that it's like, oh, this dude's brilliant. This dude should have been. But I did Regal for that reason. Uh, same thing with Finley. I don't really, like, I remember his stuff with Hornswoggle because it was hilarious because there's a leprechaun coming from underneath the ring and smacking <laughs> people with a shillelagh, and it was awesome. But then you hear all the stories after the fact that he's, like, created the women's division and helped, like, push all of that stuff, and he's the same thing, this highly sought-after producer. And then another one that... 
when I was doing some research looking that you see, I mean, obviously he still wrestles now, but gold dust mm-hmm. that he, you know, goes over to AEW and same thing. He becomes this highly sought after backstage person just because they understood the business, but they just never got that push and never got used in that light to where, which maybe it's a preference thing. I remember Tommy dreamer always said that, that he didn't want to be a, champion or whatever so maybe it's a preference kind of thing they just it wasn't what was best for business whatever but yeah those were the three that i went with all for the same reasons because you hear the crazy stories now of all like that they're behind almost you know the majority of these matches that everybody loves and they're these highly sought after you know both companies are fighting to get them backstage mm-hmm. so then he also asked the five overrated wrestling Ooh. Well, I've already written them down. I'll okay, the go for it. Kevin Nash is my first one. I, I liked him when I was a kid, but, dude, he had like two moves, maybe three. I had to block him on or mute him on Twitter, too, because he just bitched about everything, and it drove me nuts. Yeah, well, he's got that going for him, too. But <laughs> And he's got the quads of like a 90-year-old man. I bet he tore his quads by eight times. <laughs> I'm just like, and he, but he was a businessman. I'll give him that. He was a hell of a businessman. My other one's Lex Luger. He just didn't. At the time, he didn't give a crap about the business. He just was, he had the look. Yeah, he definitely had the look and did nothing with it. And that's that's all he basically went on. He, I think when he got older, he started to, but by that time, he'd already been in the opioids. I, I remember him being like third wheel of the wolf pack. Other than yeah. that, like I don't really remember well, it, a whole lot about him. Late 80s was his oh. big rise of start. He was a horseman and all that. See, I remember everything from like, early like mid late 90s mm. when it was going through the attitude air that's kind of when i started yeah. watching it and i mean i've went back and watched some of the old stuff but usually i don't venture too far past the 90s if i do go back to the old stuff and i don't normally watch it's been a long time since i have ventured into the peacock rabbit hole of wwe yeah well i've been watching wwe for a while a long time ever since the network came out I'm like reliving the past. I started in 1983 Starcade and worked my way up oh, watching awesome. old shows in chronological order through all the different companies. I just don't have the patience. Well, it's usually when I'm doing laundry. That's like the only time I'll watch it. It's doing laundry. Kind of in the background. It's in the background. And if there's something I see, I'll I'll watch. But I think now I'm in 19. I'm in 1998. So you know, I'm Holy finally I'm getting, getting there. into the Attitude Era and all yeah. the cool stuff. Yeah, but. I, ECW, I I don't pay any attention to that when I'm when it's on. If I see Al Snow, that's about it. Yeah. Other than that, I don't pay much attention to it. I said, "Oh, go ahead." I'll, no, go ahead. I had JBL. JBL when he was Bradshaw, member of the APA. Yeah, he was awesome in he the APA. Awesome. JBL was annoying as, which I guess that's what he was supposed to be was he annoying was. as fuck. But I want to get to bing. <laughs> beat me. But I just when he became the wrestling god. I was like, yeah, you're retired. The other one's All Mad Johnson. Oh, yeah. We're talking mid-90s. Dude had it all, but he was like paranoid and just up and left the WWF. He's like, I'm out. And then came back later and with Stevie Ray and WCW and formed Harlem Heat 2000. He's known as Big T. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. Yeah, and then he just disappeared. So my last one, he's a current wrestler, and I've never liked this son of a gun. CM Punk. Yeah, he seemed obnoxious. Like, I liked him at first just because it seemed like you always got the whatever. There was It seemed like the better storylines always followed him, but it seems like that's because he's an actual asshole and it doesn't, like... Yeah, he's, 
he's an entitled ass. I remember when we took, we went to the Holman Center when he was just in the ECW. He was, I don't want to say rookie year, but rookie year for WWE. We, uh, Dr. KD made this huge sign to like, and we were pretty, you could see clearly from the ring. And that dude, he didn't, he didn't acknowledge anybody. He didn't acknowledge me. <laughs> but it just, I don't know. And then the double or nothing, whatever they had. Yeah, that media scrum afterwards. Like, get out. And then you tried MMA. Cool. You stuck there trying to be like Brock Lesnar 2.0. I think the media scrum happened because. They all seem to do the same thing in AEW where they don't have the overproduced scripts, mm-hmm. so they kind of get to go into business for themselves, and I think sometimes that goes overboard or they push it too far than what they talked about, whatever, and you can almost see it sometimes where they get kind of pissy or whatever. And I, I mean, I get it, you're making good TV, but it seems like that's where their backstage stuff always comes from is like mm-hmm. the whatever the bucks hangman punk all those guys talking shit saying stuff that either they weren't supposed to say or they're going off the cuff and talking shit and it seems like that's always when they have problems yeah let's say you're right i just oh, cm punk just retire did you watch it wednesday nope uh i actually watched most of it mostly because i wanted to listen to uh bully ray's Got a show now at 10 o'clock on Wednesdays after it, uh, Dynamite goes off the air. So I more watched it just because I wanted to listen to see how that was. Mm -hmm. And they actually had a pretty good show. Like they were, I mean, it's a normal AEW show where it's for the ADD brain where everything is a million miles an hour flippy floppies and all that stuff it's like we talked about before it's their style it's fun whatever if you like wrestling you like wrestling if you don't then yeah it's probably not going to be your thing yeah yeah well what else in the mailbag oh mr h dub emailed us with a a lot of questions so we're just going to go over a few of them cool first one is hot dog a sandwich i say yes I'd say if you twist, turn it over on its side, it's a sandwich. Either way, I mean, you got two bread, pieces of bread with meat in the middle. I mean, I guess it's technically one piece of bread, but I mean, with one extra little slit, you make two pieces, so. That's how we ate them at the farm, man. But I guess you never hear anybody say, like, I'm going to get a hot dog sandwich. I'm going to start saying that. Can I get a hot dog sandwich? Can I get a hot dog sandwich, please? Just look at him. But, I mean, if the definition of sandwich is two pieces of bread with meat in the middle, I mean, I would guess that you could consider a hot dog a sandwich. Do you think I could be a sandwich? Yeah, of course. I don't think a my, snack. I don't think my wife would like me to be a sandwich <laughs> because that means I'm in between two people, not one. Um, yeah, probably better not. You could ask her. I don't think it'd go well. Uh, I don't think so. Um, you want to hear something random about yes. socials? Social medias. I... Snapchat, that's a whole world in itself, and apparently, apparently, I'm a hot like our our podcast or our Diner Pod Snapchat. We're Diner Pod at Snapchat. Mm-hmm. If you want to add us and see cool content, <laughs> um, I'm getting. I we're seeing all these OnlyFans models or what do you call actresses? It's because they know we're dudes. Would be my guess. Well, and it's just the I bots can, trying to get us to click on shit. I don't click on anything, but I give. Good. I can give us a virus. Yeah. Well, I already have AIDS. <laughs> Not that just, kind of virus. Just joking. No, I don't. But <laughs> but Uncle Lump's got diabetes. Yep. Um, I still haven't got that like actually diagnosed, but yeah. I guess I can just keep eating semi-healthy, mm-hmm. and hopefully it'll just fix itself. No, but what happens is I get these random messages on Snapchat or snaps, or they call it. They're called snaps. Yeah. I, and it's like, I'm like a grandpa when hey, it comes to that stuff. Hey, cutie. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I know you ain't talking my ass. And so 
They'll give me the big spiel about joy, about coming to their OnlyFans and doing things, and then I rebuttal with, well, good luck with that, <laughs> but uh, you should subscribe to the Diner Pod on also on streaming on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Have you went to any of their pages? Like, no. Not like clicked on it, but go to OnlyFans and search for it to no. see if you can find it to see what it looks like. No. I was just interested to see like how much bullshit it looked like. Uh it looks, clearly bullshit, but it looks like a lot of BS. So I listen to their spiel, and I'm like, "Yeah, you're not getting money out of me, guy." I say you just take them up on it and see how far you can take them. Well, I, I had one block me because they would send me stuff. I'm like, "All right, payback's a bitch." I used to do that all the time when you get those robocalls. You, you nudes to be no, I get those robocalls, <laughs> and you answer them, and they whatever they're trying to scam you, yeah. and I would just basically pretend like i was a moron and i would just take them as long as i could and then finally they'd go oh fuck you blah, 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 blah. i'd go nuts and hang up on you and it was hysterical some of them i think there was one guy i think it was just one of them that did that but he was like do you not have anything better to do i'm like no you called me <laughs> do you you're you're freaking scamming people yeah. you don't have anything better yeah. to do why don't you go get a job yeah. phone right now Douche. like oh yeah so now the snapchat it's starting to be fun because i bet i I piss a lot of people off, and I apologize if I do, because <laughs> what I do is, like the Fight Night poster, Oh yeah, I send it to my entire list, and I know I've been blocked by a few people because it says, error, can't send, I'm like, huh, got blocked. Cut cool. your entire list on Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat. Yeah, so I'm at, you know, I'm at, like, when I first got it, I added just, ra- it's people I know, yeah. just a random selection of people. Now I'm getting, when you add me, like, I'm getting random people adding me, and I'm like, Oh, this chick that's got Z. Uh, I, there's a snap score and it goes up. How many you send versus? I don't know. I don't get it all. I'm like, oh, you got a snap score zero, and then by the evening you've got fifteen hundred. I'm like, hmm. yeah, there's so, a, a lot so of those bots out there. I just send a lot of links. Go to the diner pod. Go to the diner pod, and it pisses people. Well, and for the most part, I think pretty much isn't everything Facebook or TikTok now. Pretty much. I or well, I guess you just said you had the Snapchat stuff. Yeah, Snapchat. But. I don't like it, but I'm trying to stay. You know relevant i would assume anybody who's actually watching or listening to it probably facebook and tiktok will cover it yeah i like for the most part i like facebook even though there's been when the adults got on facebook i didn't like that you know yeah now we're the adults i know we're the old people i know i remember i like the old facebook where you had to be invited to join once they back when it was the college cult yeah the college cult high school cult because you had networks and I'd always see who's in my network. Did you see he's going to fight Elon Elon Musk in a cage match? What? Yeah. they. Ch- I forget which one did it. One of them challenged the other to a cage match, and they're going to... Dana White said he was for sure going to make it happen in the UFC, and they were going to like legitimately have a UFC cage fight. Dude, we got to get that. Yeah. We can even do play-by-play. Yeah, they said they were going to stream it because it would be bigger than any of the like Conor McGregor... Uh, Mayweather fights, whatever there, but yeah, that's what I heard was that he accepted it. He wasn't sure how serious. I think Elon accepted it, but Zuckerberg said he was waiting on the location because he wasn't sure if he was serious or not. Oh, who you got in that fight? I think Zuckerberg just got his ass beat in a jujitsu competition, but I don't know that I've ever seen anything about Elon Musk. But he, I'm pretty positive he's an alien. 
So he he's got to have some sort of special powers that could. He's probably got that teleporting thing to where, like, you go to hit him, and he's already teleported over there, so you hit it like a mirage. Well, and he seems like the type that probably was bullied a lot as a kid <laughs> and had to, like, develop those skills. So he's probably this, like, crazy martial arts wizard and just doesn't ever talk about it. And then he's just going to go in there and strangle Zuckerberg in, like, the first 30 seconds. No, I I'm still going to watch it. Oh, me too. It's going to be hilarious. You need the nerd. Well, it's like Facebook versus Twitter. It is. Isn't it? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, the battle of the socials. Yeah. I hope it happens. I think it'd be hilarious. I got a question for you. Okay. Who owns MySpace? Uh, Tom? No, he sold it. Ah. But I don't know who. Who the it. fuck bought it? I don't know. Tim? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, I was like, man, you know, MySpace was cool. I was about, I caught the very tail end of it. The same. And. I don't really remember. I remember you could like, it was back whenever they first started where you could make your own website too that everybody tried. Zanga? To yeah, where you could go on and try to make your own website. Yeah. Everybody had like obnoxious music and it was these like bold, like whatever. All the I feel like all the guys did like green, lime green and blue and the girls were all bright pink and purple. You couldn't see shit. It had obnoxious music behind it. Yeah. Uh, it's hilarious. By the way. Did you have AOL Instant Messenger? Yes. What was your screen name? Uh, I would assume Lumpy of some sort, but I really don't remember. Uh, what was yours? Party Boy, Too Hot for TV. I'll have to ask my wife or somebody would know. I have. I literally do not remember. We're going to put that on the socials. And like, yeah. What was your screen we, name? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Because I bet people had some really obnoxious I had, ones. I had several. I had several. My first one was... Because I was into four-wheeling, even though I had a utility four-wheeler, so I was going to get smoked in any race. It was Rubicon Rider 89. <laughs> and then I had More Farmer 94. And then my, then I had Party Boy Umsa. Oh, man. Oh, seven. Oh, that was when Jackass yeah, was I, going strong. I was party boy. That was after I did the lip sync where I busted out and oh, yeah, people. And I'd go... <laughs> I forgot about the lip syncs. <laughs> And then I got tired of having to say what UMSA meant because it had a silent T. <laughs> so I just said, all right, party boy, number two, hot, number four, TV. Not a bad one. And that was my final one. That was it. And then it died. Do you think we can still go and get on AOL with Messenger? Mm, probably. I've never tried. I don't know that I've tried. We'll have to do that. Is AOL even a company? I, I think it is because I remember whenever I was working for the cable company you oh i always have to get people's email addresses and you get the occasional at aol.com and i'm like what the hell yeah. you want to come random yep my dad sells a dial-up account does he really well he got dsl too but he still has a dial-up why does he keep the dial-up just in case brand loyalty <laughs> he's had it for like 30 years so he's like i'm just gonna keep it I'm like, all right man how much does he pay for it like eight bucks okay a month so then it's just like i'm gonna keep it just because it's still a thing yeah i go i wonder if he can still use it like you gotta try just so you could hear the old sound. Yeah. That well, obnoxious. The internet he has now, like, freaking dial up anyway. So, yeah. It's that, it's that fast. Well, if he could get a good company. I wish he would. <laughs> but you don't want to pay the money. Yeah. Uh, Going out to those rural areas, it gets a little pricey. It can. It can. Well, I th oh, we had one more question. I think we have two. Let me see. My Dang it. I don't Way to go. Fat finger the laptop here. We are dealing with technical difficulties. Right. What was the best version of Mick Foley? 
the one I dressed up as for Halloween, Mankind. Mr. They Paco. were all good, but yeah, the Mankind with Mr. Socko is the one I remember the most. Like, I have to go back and watch like the Cactus Jack dude love stuff because I just don't remember it. But I feel like the Mankind stuff stands out because you have the toss off the top of the cell, the Socko, the Rock and Sock connection. He always did like the boiler room stuff. Like, it was just that over the top crazy character. Did you ever hear the back? the behind the scenes stories on Mick Foley. Uh-uh. Like how he would, uh, there was one Triple H said, like, he wrestled, this is when he just had, you know, the sweatpants and stuff. He got, like, too heavy for oh, yeah. He was He wrestled, you know, 30 minutes, got all sweaty, walked in, took a shower, was, he walked in fully clothed, took his clothes off, took a shower, took that nasty shirt he was wrestling in, dried off with it, and then put it back on, put his sweaty undies back on and his pants, and he dipped that out. Is Stopped by the concession stand and got a trash bag full of popcorn, and he was on the next <laughs> city. That's, That'd be rough to ride with. There's a there's a rumor that Mick Foley visited this hometown. Really? What well, for? He was stopping in, and he ate at what is now the Highway 40 Grill. Huh. That'd been cool to just be... In the right place, right time. Well, Mr. Crotch Luggage, Chris Howard, told me that. Uh-huh. He, was, he was there. That so, makes sense. The legend of, yeah, he lived there. Didn't you say that was his hideout? It's the Howard hideout, baby. <laughs> no, that was that was cool. My favorite version was Dude Love, because he was just, he's kind of like me, the fat guy who always thinks the chick's like him. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's why. That I, was his, like, hippie character, wasn't he was it? He hippie, and, yeah, peace, love, and... See, I don't even I don't know, know that I remember, other than watching clips, like, later, I don't remember, like, I don't have any memories of watching Dude Love live, I don't have any, remem- like, I don't have a memory of watching Cactus Jack that I can remember anyway, like, now I have, because I've watched the old ones of, like, whatever, that hardcore match with him and Triple H, or some of the other crazy ones that he's had, I went back and watched them, and it's like, oh, how did I miss this kind of thing, but... Did you ever watch the match where he wrestled The Rock at Royal Rumble 99? Is that the one where he bludgeoned him with the chair 80,000 times? He was handcuffed behind his back, and The Rock hit him at least 20 times with a steel chair. Full force straight in the face, too. Back when wrestling was real. Well, back when they didn't know anything about concussions and brain damage. Yeah, thanks a lot, Christopher Nowitzki. (laughs) Our last question is, why do people drink milk? Because it's delicious. You want big, strong bones. I read a thing that, like, if you can drink milk into, like, your adulthood, you have, like, a genetic mutation. Because we're not supposed to be able to drink milk, like, as an adult. Is it giantism? I don't know. Like, I didn't, like, read further into it. I just remember it may have been, like, I get a lot of my stuff from Uberfax or other stupid shit on Twitter. So, it's hard telling if it's ever real, but. I'm just saying, dude, this, this family, I don't even drink milk anymore. But the three, the three giants I've got. Seven, eight gallons a week. See, I'll do it with, like, if we make, like, biscuits and gravy for breakfast or stuff like that or obviously cereal, whatever. But I don't, like, go to milk pretty regularly. It's more like if I'm eating something that kind of it goes with well, like, you know, whatever. Chili, cookies, you know, the normal chili. Yeah. You've never had milk after chili? Milk and chili? Yeah. Yuck. Hmm. You're going to have to try it. I guess I'll have to try it. All tons of fun food it review. It kind of takes the the bite off, like the, whatever, that bite from the spice. Really? It helps, like, kind of coat it a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. Do peanut butter sandwich with the chili and a glass of milk. Yeah, you had me until milk. Yeah. Walked in there. 
<laughs> you just said you love milk, though. I'm telling I you. I don't love milk. I, <laughs> oh, yeah, you just said you stopped drinking. I it was your drink family. I if I have to, but, <laughs> like, King Kai, he's going to get pizza. He's going to get a one large pizza for dinner and, like, a half a gallon of milk. That's his dinner. He drinks milk. <laughs> He'll go out and, like, run laps. Well, he ain't running laps. He'll go work out, lift weights, come home and drink milk. Huh. Like, just drink it like it's water. They Especially drink. when you're hot and sweaty. There's no way I could come we, in and chug milk. We have to force our children to drink water instead of milk. Oh, I'd Their vomit. go-to is milk all the time. Do you have any things like that, like that we were just talking about with, like, that grossed you out with me drinking milk with chili? Do you have any things like that that you're like, oh, if people knew I did this, like, they'd be super grossed out? No. Nah, you don't have don't, any, like, well, weird ones? I don't think so. I mean... I put ranch on a lot of stuff, horsey sauce on a lot of yep. stuff. And that's about. And you can kind of just play with stuff, and then you're like, "Ooh, that doesn't taste bad," and yeah. kind of mix it in. Like, probably the the worst thing I saw was it was a shot we made for Leg, <laughs> and <laughs> his name's not really Leg. We just call him Leg because he his last name is a different body part. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> It was his bachelor party, and we made a shot. It was, I don't know, like bottom shelf liqueur with mustard, ketchup, hot Ooh. sauce, I think maybe some relish. Why? Oh, not. And he drank it? Yeah. Yeah, I would have told you to fuck off. Well, he didn't. Hmm. No. Yeah, I definitely would have. There is not a chance. I would throw up immediately. That would never, I couldn't even ever do like protein shakes. I always had to do like the bars and stuff and even those sometimes you can get that that same texture and flavor but for whatever reason the protein shakes that like i don't know there's something about that aftertaste that hits the back of my throat and it's like immediate i just cannot do it yeah well i i'm trying to i'm literally trying to think of anything that grosses me out like to eat or anything i mean yeah i crack jokes about milk and chili i can do it it's not going i got another weird one that my wife makes fun of me and i really don't know i think this one came from when i was a kid but like if it's like taco bell not a chance but with like homemade tacos if we don't have like hot sauce i will absolutely put ketchup on those and for some reason it works i don't know but that's always a weird one that she makes fun of me she's like i don't know why you do that i'm like well it just i don't know but you can't do it with taco bell it has to just be the homemade tacos for some reason but it works it's weird well it, i'm used to seeing i don't that's not my preference <laughs> but i'm used to seeing that because king kai's buddy bb oh, okay come over go get a large pizza and he puts ketchup and ranch on it. Really? Yep. He puts ketchup on everything. I've heard people dip pizza in ranch. I do. I dip it in ranch. That's not weird to me. But he'll eat eggs with ketchup. He'll eat Yeah, my wife everything. does that. He puts ketchup on everything. I'm like, huh. dude. I like, could see that to an extent. Like, cause if, I mean, if you're in a pinch, too, and you don't have, like, hot sauce, also whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's the same base. It'll, I ain't it'll worry get about by. That. <laughs> I ain't gonna worry about yeah, you're on stuff. a steady Mexican diet. That's, I almost said that earlier when you said you went and got Taco Bell earlier. I was like, oh, you had to get your daily quota in. Yeah, that's probably why I pooped two times today. That would, yeah, Taco Bell will absolutely do that. Yeah. Also, I want to give a shout out to BB. He is down in Walt Disney World competing in the Disney Duels wrestling match. Oh, he's wrestling in the. I'm assuming the 285 weight class. Oh wow, he's a monster. Mm -hmm. So good luck, BB. We're thinking about you up here. Good luck, sir. Um, you want to see what's going on in Craigslist? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I've only got two. These, All right. These come from ATL, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. This title is called... You need a little John drop. Yeah. 
This title is called Looking for White Male 30 to 50 to Help My Wife. Okay, you already fit the mold. Limited time offer. Come help my wife tonight at 8 p.m. Oh, so. Was this today? Yeah, this was, uh, it was yesterday. Oh, We're already late. Man, I was going to say, well, if somebody was listening. I wonder what kind of help she needs. Mm, I can take a guess. Seeing that the rest of them we did were all in code, I'm going to guess that uh, she needs uh Maybe she needs her head just wacky. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I was trying to think of a good analogy. Um, I couldn't get one. This next one is from Atlanta. Idol, looking for amateur photographer. Looking for amateur photographer for nude photo project. Interested applicants must be comfortable with nudity and willing to offer creative suggestions from behind the lens to get the best results. I'm going to get... Female candidate only. Oh, oh I'm out. Oh. I can't apply. I was getting ready to say, I'm fairly certain that that lady would have gotten no less than 10,000 applicants for that job. Yeah. Immediately. I thought about applying. Well, now, I shouldn't say 10,000. There's probably not even 10,000 people that still go to Craigslist. Well, yeah, it's probably like 12. Um, my question is with this photography thing, so is the photographer nude or is the subject nude? I would assume the subject, and I would guess the photographer could be. I mean, it would be rather pointless, but I mean, you could try it. I want to throw this out there. Um, is anybody looking for nude photography? Because I will be more than happy to take my clothes off and take pictures of you. <laughs> you don't have to be naked. I'm just going to be naked. and I mean, they'll get a good laugh. They'll get a lot of good smiles on your oh, yeah. pictures. They'll smile wide. They might even, <laughs> won't even see teeth. They'll be laughing so hard. But I'm just I don't know, throwing that out there. I'm trying to trying to grow the velvet entertainment yeah. business <laughs> the diner podcast nude photo shoot <laughs> may want to reword that that may not be the best way to no. describe it we will get no applicants what are you what are, you, what are your thoughts on sponsorships like we sponsor things and we just slap the diner podcast logo everywhere i mean what are we gonna put it on well the local high school they've got a scoreboard we can put pictures on that'd be fun i think it's like three grand though <laughs> Is it, like, too much to, uh, we could buy a banner for the youth field? Yeah, we can do that. We'll start there. We'll go and start there and work our way up. Just hope none of the kids read it and start listening, which I guess we're not that bad. We're not that bad. Who cares? Yeah. Like, parents have control of the kids. I assume kids hear worse nowadays anyway. Yeah. Um, But I always joked. I always joked my face is going to be on the Jumbotron at the football field sometime. Like. Oh, yeah. That's going to happen. That so, would be awesome. Athletic director, be ready. <laughs> you're like, going to get a base is going up. You're getting a check. Velvet Entertainment, the <laughs> Diner Podcast, coming to a high school near you. Did we ever get an email back from the vampire lady? No, the Dang vampire it. lady. She maybe she got bit and should we send her? a follow up email? Sure. We should send like a just checking in. Like, hey, we didn't get a response, so we thought we would check in, and we, we just did, really needed some context. You left us hanging. We also didn't get a response from the person that. Avon Walmart asking about what color shirt I was wearing. Oh, yeah. We went with blue, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. We must have been wrong. Reply. All right. Let's see. Hello. Just following up on vampire. Vampire thing. <laughs> um, wanted to know how it went. Still looking for some follow-up. Please let us know. Let damn it, me know. Thanks. Diner pod. That's a diner pood. And send. Maybe we were a little more honest oh, that time. I hope that was from the diner. Okay, it was. I just want to make sure it's a diner pod email, not my personal email. That would have been even better. Yeah. You might have got a real response from her then. Maybe. I don't want to get bit, though. Although, how cool would it be to live forever? 
Yeah, I don't know. Now that we have kids and relationships, I have to bite them all, and then I got to spend eternity with them. Speaking so. of dying, I got another story you can tell. Oh. You had a uh, nap of death, and you have your uh, almost dying of Mountain Dew. Oh yeah. You, the, oh, the nap of death. Yeah, we never. I had a couple of them that we we uh, kind of glossed over that we never actually got to. That was like that was before our, one of our last recording sessions. Like I came home and I was just wiped out, dude. And you ever take a nap so hard, like you wake up and you don't even know oh, what yeah. day it is. I told the story. I pissed on my floor one time. Oh yeah, you did. I, I can sleep pretty hard. Did you ever tell you the story how I shit the bed? <laughs> no, I've watched you shit your pants live though. Yeah. No, this was. I had bubble guts, so it's not like a legit poo, but funny story we were sleeping and it was like two o'clock in the morning and i had a dream that i shit myself oh well in reality i, I <laughs> in reality started it and I, I caught it but it's still dribbling on the sheets <laughs> so i ran to the bathroom and which the way that our apartment was laid out at the time was bathroom here kids bedroom here and our bedroom here i mean it was all right there within arm's length and I'm just sitting there, and it's, I mean, going to town. I woke up my mother-in-law. not in the bathroom. I, no, I was in the bathroom. Oh. But I woke up my mother-in-law, and she goes, what is going on? And by this time, Jasmine's changing the sheets and everything. She's like, don't worry about it. We're all dead in here. So I finally get the sheets changed. I go back to sleep about two hours later. I did it again. Oh. Yeah, I was up for the day. That's we're, pretty amazing that she still married you. Yeah, we ran out of sheets. <laughs> I, I'd imagine you don't normally have, like, multiple sets on hand for adults. No. I um, mean, I get having, like, you know, an extra set, but yeah. even that's overkill sometimes. Sometimes. But I remembered that I told that story about peeing on the floor. I did that when I was little when we were camping, too. It must just be, like, a thing. <laughs> they told me a story when I was little. I did that. We were camping in a tent, and I stood up and walked, and I just peed on my grandma. And it was like, well, guess we're, we're not outside. Do you think you're R. Kelly or something? I guess, I guess so. Jeez. Yeah, I uh, didn't make it out of the tent. And so apparently that's like my sleepwalking go-to. Oh, yeah. Well, the Mountain Dew story, which this was a freak thing that had happened. I I don't know exactly. I was in eighth grade, and I just, it started burning when I peed. <laughs> it could have been herpes. Now. It could have been herpes. I don't know. Somebody might have touched me or something when I was young. I don't know. But we're going to unlock some, like, deep down memory, and you're going to have, a like, a breakthrough. Yeah, oh, well. Probably not the so, breakthrough we want to have. No, but so I had to go to the doctor. Like, that was hurt. Like, everything just hurt. My back hurt and everything. I thought it was my kidneys. They said, well, you have a kidney infection and a UTI. I'm like, whoa. That sounds serious. Of course, I'm, you know. That sounds serious. <laughs> so... That goes on. I'm trying to fluid up, fluid up, fluid up. Trying to just pee it out, I guess. I don't know. But we're trying to figure it out. Well, then we go back. I mean, this was a several-month process. And uh, the doctor's like, you have pseudomonas. And we're like, what, the, what is that? He goes, well, that's, that's a, I guess it's a disease or something. I don't know. It's not a disease. How I, much were you drinking? How many Mountain Dews were you drinking a day? 12-pack a day. Holy shit. <laughs> But, so, and they think that's that's where they're like... And how old were you? I was eighth grade. What are you? Yeah, so, yeah. 13, Teenager. 14? Yeah. Play, dude, I didn't play sports at the time. I was just playing Grand Theft Auto Vice City all the time. And I got so good. And Mountain Dews. I got so good at that game, I could beat that game in under 24 hours. <laughs> I'd get home from school at 3 o'clock, and by 1 a.m., beat the game. 
those were the days when you could actually like go rent a game and then sit and play it all weekend to beat it. Those were like so much fun. Yeah, I don't think that's possible anymore. Every game was like not possible to beat. Well, it's because for the first like the four hours, you got to download it to your system. Oh uh, yeah, that's the worst. But anyway, yeah. Back proceed. To, sorry. Back to that. Uh, so they're like, you have pseudomonas, and it's not a disease because they got cleared up. Um, something for old people. Like it's known to be in old people. <laughs> And I'm like, well, I'm... Well, yeah, because you were just poisoning yourself. Well, I guess. But, so, I spent five days in the hospital. IVs locked, I mean, five days in, the, in a hospital bed. Nobody knew Nobody knew what was going on. Like, people thought that's I, terrifying. People thought I was going to kick the bucket, apparently. They didn't tell me, though. So I was in good spirits. Well, yeah, that's not normally what you lead to an eighth grader. No. Hey, man, we think you might be dying. No, but that entire Ooh, week... Kind of be traumatic. That entire week I watched... Two movies the whole time. <laughs> I watched like just over and over again. Yeah, okay. it was just on, and because I was in a room by myself, like my dad was there, my parents come visit me. Like my parents would stay with me; they'd alternate, they'd stay with me, and then my brother would show up from time to time, and then some people would visit family and stuff. But I would always be watching Con Air <laughs> or Murder in Greenwich. Oh man, yeah. Again, uh, I perfect watched, for an eighth grader. Yep. Well, that, that was all it was on. <laughs> Apparently, the hospital yeah, only got two channels. Hospital, you don't really have a whole lot of and, options. Well, especially not in 2002. No. But, so that would happen. The best part, I got my brother really freaking good, though. <laughs> because I had to pee in the little bottles. Well, I knew I was going to get him. I'm like, I'm going to get this. Bottle. <laughs> You've been plotting it. Yeah. I said, hey, man, I can't get this lid on my pee jar to steal. I was like, can you do it? Like, because they had to test my, they have to test my pee, you know, but, make yeah. sure I'm not on roids. Did he get? He make sure you're not still pissing Mountain Dew. He spilled it, like not dumped it, but it trickled on his. See, hand. I was thinking you had him do that, and then you just like smacked it. No, no, <laughs> no. But then, uh, so come to find out, like they they still don't know the ant. Like they don't know like what's going on, and it starts getting better. And then you know the back and forth, back and forth, better, worse, better, worse. And it finally comes down to, like, I'm feeling great. And wait, I had to go to a specialist, like a communicable diseases. Isn't that? I don't think it's yeah, STDs, I, but something. Yeah. And, dude, he was firing off these questions. He goes, these aren't funny. And I'm an eighth grade kid, and you're like. Everything's he goes, funny. So when you pee in a urinal, you remember the old urinal cakes? Yeah. He goes, so when you pee in a urinal, is your stream heart, like, hard enough to move it? And I'm like, yeah, I, I guess. Sure. So let me go try. So we go through that for a while, and they're like, the doctor goes, this is a completely optional thing. I'm like, okay. And my dad's with me, too. And he goes, we're, we're going to do a catheterization. Ooh. And I'm like, those don't know what a catheter is. They stick a tube in your penis. Just blunt. Nope. And I'm like, nope. Nope. It's optional. Nope. <laughs> nope. Thank you. Nope. And dad goes, I think we should do it. <laughs> He's like, I think you should do it, dad. And I'm like. <laughs> so we says the guy not getting a yeah. tube shoved up his penis. Yeah. So we schedule it. Go in on like a Friday. Get the catheterization, dude. It hurt. It, it flipping hurt. I can I'm imagine. like, oh, and she, the nurse goes, "Don't pull it out." <laughs> Why would I do that? Yeah. She goes, "Well, we've had old men pull it out before," and I'm like, "Ouch." She goes, "Well, what you don't know is once it enters your penis, it blow, it inflates and oh. it's bigger." I'm like, "Good lord!" So we get that done, and then. I was, dude, I was hot. I was mad. We go in, we go in that for the post, post-op or whatever. They take my blood pressure and it's like 240 over 100 <laughs> something. And I'm just staring at my dad. Face. Mm. 
No, that was that was the first stint. We get better. Summer rolls around. Shit starts happening again. So this time, I had to go for ten days outpatient uh, IV treatments twice a day. So at this point, they have no idea that There's, it's just because you're chugging Mountain Dew at a alarming well, rate. I, I, they don't even know. If oh, you still don't know that that's what no, it was. We have no. There's no. I nobody knows. Uh, we just assumed it was the Mountain Dew. And I mean that would make sense because you were drinking yeah, a because case like, a day, the dye or something. So I don't know, but I cut down. You know, I cut down on that, and it just came back. And so I had to do the IV treatments. And the funny story on that, they moved the port all over the place. It was this hand, my left hand. I had a port in my in my hand. There's a vein in my hand. It had a loop on it. Now, mind you, I had that little plastic. Spike and then the loop. And oh it. yeah, it's playing basketball with my cousin, and we, we we go hard in the paint. You know, we're going. I go for a layup. He tries to block it. He gets that finger right in that loop and ripped it out of my hand. Oh my god! And it falls on the ground, and I'm like, oh shit! Look, oh, we're gonna get in trouble. We're gonna get so much trouble. I grab it. Was your hand just like shooting blood? No, no oh. blood. I grab it. I saw a little hole in my hand. I grab it. Bam. You are a savage. Jammed that thing back in the van. Didn't tell anybody. And until I get back that night, I thought it was tough stuff. You know, like, the nurse is like, is everything okay? I said, yeah, well, my thing got ripped out of my hand. And she goes, you put it back in? I'm like, I didn't know what else to do. And she scolded me. She goes, you do know. Yeah. That could have broke off and gotten your bloodstream and stabbed your heart and you would have died. I'm like, good to know. Good to know. So to be a, to be, to, to, Teach me a lesson. She put it in my left arm at the elbow where I couldn't bend my arm. Next uh, day I was out playing football. See, there's a zero chance that I'd have ever done that because needles make me pass out. So well, I didn't want to I didn't want to get in trouble by my aunt. I, I was scared. <laughs> I like that that's what you were worried about. So you're like, I'm just gonna jab this needle back into my skin. Yeah. Well there was one time Yikes. you wanna hear another story yep. of the arm? I'm riding my four wheeler dude open it up because we when we had cattle, we had fences everywhere and they were electric fences. So, we're driving. Dad goes, go ahead. Me and Grandpa come up. You go ahead and start opening the fences. So, all it was was the electric fence with an insulator. You pop the insulator off and move it and go about it. Well, I'm going about 30, <laughs> and I forgot where the fence was, and I found it. Oh, I didn't have I slammed on the brakes as hard as I could, and that thing, I'm right in the chest. Knock the insulator off the post, and I'm like, oh, holy oh, shit. shit. Oh, shit. My, Did it, like, shock the shit out of you? It shocked me decent, but it was like, ooh. But I was more scared of my dad finding out that <laughs> I did that. So I grab it. I grab the insulator, and I grab the po- the post. Bad idea. Now I'm grounded. Yep. Ooh. Oh. Whoa. I'm like, that was weird. I do it again. Whoa. Okay. I've got to get to this onto this before he gets over here. Let's do it. And I grab it, dude. I'm getting the shit shocked out of me. And I'm trying to loop it because it was a, it was like a half of an A. You had to swing it around. And I'm like, oh, your pain tolerance as a child so is amazing. I'm just like, one more time. Well, because they're coming. Like, they're coming. I'm like, I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. I can't get it off. And he goes, why don't you go turn the power off, you moron? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I could do that. Like, the whole of, I don't want to get in trouble, so I'm going to do deadly things. This is shit that I tell my kid all the time. I'm like, hey, 
you're not going to get in trouble. Just be honest and we're cool. Like, well, that's when you lie about it and try to do dumb things is when you get in trouble. Yeah, well. Yeah, lesson know. learned. Yeah, you know now. Sometimes you got to learn the hard way. Yeah, you got to shock yourself like you're... That's, that's most insane. Of yeah, dude. I still am amazed your pain tolerance. Like, there is not a chance as a kid that that would have, like been like an option for me to grab that and be like, all right, we're going to do this. And be like, mm, nope, we're going to either run away and hope nobody figures this out or we're just going to stand here and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a fun day. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, a little yeah, shock I, therapy. To... I saw that freaking barbed wire. <laughs> it was, yeah. Oh yeah. The fact that you didn't get like hurt worse than you did because you kept doing it. Not only did you get hit when you hit the four wheeler, but then you just kept grabbing it like, you're lucky you didn't die on multiple scenarios. Dude, that, that four-wheeler, it could have killed me a couple times. There was one back in the back in the farm. You know where those the high-tension lines, those big metal towers? Oh, yeah. There's a couple of them on the farm. We were driving around, and I just got back I just got back from church, and I'm still wearing my, my church clothes. I hop on that thing. Bob, are weaving through the woods? There's a hill. I've jumped hundreds of times, but it's, it's a hill. But it rounds off on the other, like on the side. Oh, okay. So you got to land in the middle. Dude, ramp up. Boom! I landed on the side of the angle. That fucking thing. <laughs> that thing started rolling. Somehow it threw me off, and I look up and see it coming on, coming down on me, and I rolled somehow. Sorry, I move when I talk. I somehow rolled out of the way and watched that thing crash into that tower. <laughs> and uh, next thing I go is shit. And how many of those stories do you have that you can like that you can think of right now? Oh. Like how many near death experiences do you think you've had? About six. Jeez. Yeah. You are a lucky man. Yeah, I know. I'm like a cat. Somebody's looking out for you. Yeah, thank you, the big band upstairs. No kidding. Yeah. Somebody likes shook. I'm probably on my Good last board, so I don't want to do that anymore. But yeah. the whole you time six, you got three more. You're the right. whole time, dude, I was like I'm going to have to go tell my dad I need help flipping this thing. Because <laughs> it was on its top up against that tower. I go over and try to push it. Well, it's a Rubicon 500. It's a minimum 500-pound vehicle. And I'm like, I'm in eighth grade. I weigh 130 pounds. Trying to push over I this moving. monster so, machine. Luckily, my dad, I had to go up, and I made up some story. I apologize, Dad. Made up some stories. Like, I was just riding and it fell over. I don't know what happened. <laughs> and I'm sure... I. He, if he hears that, he's going to be like, yeah, no shit I knew. Like, because I do that with my kid now where you, you know they're telling, you know they're full of shit. And you're like, you know what? I'll let you slide on this one. But, and then you call him out on the next one. It's like, yeah, I'm onto your shit, man. I got this. Yeah. yeah so. so hindsight, he probably had every idea that's what happened. He was just like, you know what? We'll let this one go. Kids, if you're listening, any story you tell on your parents, they're going to know you're yeah, full of Just crap. be honest. Just be honest about it. Because my dad was cool. He could have ripped my ass for that, but he didn't, luckily. Thank you, Dad. It's that lion thing that gets you. The lion will get you in trouble. Sometimes it's, just worse. it's better just to take the ass ripping right and yep. go, because it could be ten times worse. I try to tell my own kids that, and King Kai's getting better about it, because he knows I'm going to rip his ass. Yep. Oh, I wish that, like, just in general, the world would get better at that, of yeah. just... I don't know, not, because that's just, nobody can take fault for anything. You can't, that's how you learn shit. Like, that's how you grow and you develop skills because you go through these difficult things or you go through this shit that's difficult, but everyone tries to keep those things from happening. I've been guilty of that. And then you realize that after the fact, it's like, oh, we're trying to protect them when in reality they need some of this shit to 
kind of develop them to get to where they are. Like you can't just hand them everything because clearly then you get what we have where you have this entitled mentality where everybody just thinks everything's going to be handed to them because I'm the best person in the world. And then it, in reality, you should be teaching your kids, hey, nobody else outside of this house gives a shit about you like in all reality like if you teach them that way i mean you don't have to be that harsh about it but in all reality if once you walk out of my door hey like that's gone like you have to go out and kind of fend for yourself work for what you want and if you're not going to do that it's probably not going to come easy for you but if you work hard and put your mind to it you can probably do a lot of cool things very true very true on a little soapbox there <laughs> you got a soapbox now brother larry that's all right that just i don't know yeah that's just well, one of those things what, that drives you know, me nuts. failure failure's our best teacher and yep. i've had to learn that a lot throughout <laughs> not that i've i have failed a lot but it's okay to fail yeah that's that's what i've been i've always been worried about failing because you feel like a failure yep. but not no well, like, yeah, because you read that same book that i did that then you realize that oh shit like that's the stuff that build you that's the stuff that you need and that's the stuff these kids need they need that like you can do it in a safe way like you can do it in a way that they're still protected they may not know that they're protected so they still get that freedom Mm -hmm. like there's so many ways you can go about it that you're not just handing your kid every single thing they want because again like my kid asked for whatever Fortnite skins or toys like little stupid figures like my daughter always asks for that stuff and you can do it every once in a while it's like hey you know what yeah we can do that but for the most part you got to shut the down you know shut it down make sure that they're not like yeah you can't have them expecting it like then you can't take them to the store and definitely been guilty of that where it's like why are you asking for something every time and it's like oh because i bought you something for the last three times and it's like well we're done doing that i've been guilty of that myself yeah but it's just realizing that you're doing it and fixing it and moving on it's like okay now we learned from it like let's not do that anymore same thing they do just they figure out this shit and yeah then they learn not to do it like at football camp they were doing uh, receiver corner drills, and right off the bat, Rye was with the age group older than him or the whatever grade older than him. Mm-hmm. Kid comes off the line, puts him right on his ass, immediately puts a hand in him, sticks him on his ass. And I watched him. I could tell it kind of embarrassed him, whatever. And he walked back there, and I watched his stance change. I watched his demeanor change. I watched how hard he was working change because he realized, like, oh, that sucked. I don't want that to happen again. And he figured it out on his own. He was able to, and he didn't get embarrassed again. And it's like, that's not your thing. Like playing cornerback is not something you're probably going to be doing right now. So, but kudos to him for being able to figure that out. And yeah, it's one of those things that again, it took me forever to figure out and I still suck at it, but Hey, yeah, it happens. It's just, you got to adapt to the situation. Not not everybody's dealt the same hand. No, you got to adapt to what you're, Play the hand you yeah. dealt, I guess. Play your strengths and yeah. do what you can. Like, yeah. nobody's perfect. I think that's oh, another thing, too, is people have that unreal expectation. And, again, very guilty of it before where you get into that, like, I mean, I do it with golf where you think you're going to get, like, you're perfect. Like, okay, I'm going to hit the green every time. And it's like, well, no, I'd be playing on the tour if I was doing that. Like, come on. You're going to hit a bad shot. Like, you're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. Just you figure it out and move on but it's that whatever that deflecting constantly of yeah it's not my fault it whatever i didn't do it it was an accident whatever the excuse is it's always an excuse rather than taking fall and then you don't learn shit who do you think you are snitsky it wasn't my fault (laughs) so uh 
can we go get something to eat? Yeah, we can. We've uh, we've hit an hour and fifteen, so All we'll right. wrap this up. Go grab a practice round of pizza and yeah, I gotta order it. Get on with it. Yeah. Heck mm-hmm. yeah! Well, I appreciate it, man. Yep. Thanks for it was fun. The diner. So, love you. Love you.